0: Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation with the co-founder of a company that has been described as the PayPal for healthcare. We're going to get right to it. Today, we're joined by Chris Saib, CTO and co-founder of Instamed. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for being
1: here. Glad I could make it, and looking forward to the discussion, Joe.
0: Uh, and we're glad you're here, Chris. Thanks so much for making the time. Before we begin our discussion, could you take a few seconds and inform the audience about you and your background? Absolutely. As you mentioned, I was
1: the co-founder of Instrument along with our president and my business partner, Bill Marvin. Bill and I, about over 10 years ago, had worked together at Accenture in their health and life sciences practice, really working with health plans focused on payer-to-provider connectivity, primarily for things like EDI. And after working together with many of the larger health plans as customers in the area of connecting providers and payers, we decided that there was an opportunity in the market. More specifically, as we saw legislation related to healthcare savings accounts and other the general trend towards increased patient responsibility, so we started Instrument over 10 years ago now. And since that time, I've been the chief technology officer at Instrument, responsible for both the technology as well as the product development and and product direction. So happy to be here and looking forward to the discussion.
0: Great. Could you take a few minutes and provide our audience with a 10,000-foot overview of Instamed? What do you do and how do you serve your customers?
1: Absolutely. think of Instamed as uh, the intel inside of healthcare payments. We're a healthcare payments network that really connects healthcare provider organizations, large and small, Healthcare payer organizations like health plans, including government plans, as well as the consumer in this three party network to really simplify and streamline the business of healthcare. So, in effect, anytime there's money changing hands within healthcare, whether that's consumers paying their premium, consumers paying their healthcare provider bill at point of service or after the fact, or the exchange of money between health plans and their healthcare providers. Instamad provides solutions that can be involved. We do it in a way that really simplifies where consumer only needs to go to one place to manage what they do. Providers can sign up and get access to many plans all in one place. And likewise, health plans can uh, connect to the network and and do business with with their healthcare providers. So really focus on streamlining the business of healthcare. We do that by being a payment processor and a healthcare transaction processor built on a single platform. And we're able to leverage these core strengths that we have that are, that are built from the ground up on one platform in really new and innovative ways. With, uh, you know, we'll talk, I'm sure, a little bit about the trends towards mobile and, and other technologies. We're able to really combine these core capabilities of payment processing and healthcare transaction processing to bring a lot of value and solutions to
0: those overall constituents. You said two words, Chris, that a few years ago would have never been said together healthcare and consumerism. There's a real trend there. What, what does this trend mean? How does it apply to what you're doing?
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny, Joe. I agree with you. I think if you would have said consumer healthcare, even two years ago, everyone in the industry would have thought you were talking about a, a plan design or a benefit plan design, which involved a high deductible and co-insurance rates, et cetera. And for the most part, that's still true. We definitely continue to see that trend overall towards more consumer responsibility, meaning consumers have a bigger financial stake in their care, even once they pay the premium. And if anything, that has been accelerated by the Affordable Care Act, where a lot of the plans being delivered on the public exchanges, as well as non-regulated private exchanges, tend to have high deductibles and higher co-insurance rates that go along with them, which are consistent with that increased consumer responsibility. So that has been the story for really about 10 years now, that shift towards consumer responsibility. I think the word you, you mentioned, though, is consumerism. And we really are be- seeing what we feel is the beginning of a, of a strong shift in the healthcare market, where healthcare organizations, whether those are health plans, healthcare provider organizations, or you know, creative combinations, ACO or, or, or HMO or otherwise, where these organizations are focusing not just on the fact that they have to collect more money from consumers, but that if they provide an overall very high-quality consumer experience and treat the consumer as a customer, they're going to be positioned best for long-term success.
0: Outstanding. And, and as well, as a consumer, I know that I'm paying more and more every year of my healthcare cost and that's only gonna as a percentage continue to increase. So it should be of no surprise that consumerism is growing both on the provider side and on the plan side in healthcare. Last month, Chris, you guys released a report, the trends in healthcare payments report. What were the key findings? How did these tie into the consumerism trend?
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is a report that we've done, uh, uh, I believe, for five consecutive years now to some great reception. Uh, I know Federal Reserve has actually cited this report and, and downloaded it, so it's been pretty exciting to be part of this. We really take a look at a few things. One is a fairly comprehensive consumer survey, a comprehensive provider survey, and then just core data from transactions on our platform. And this really allows us to unlock a lot of insights, both from survey, opinion type data, uh, but also from hard facts. How is patient responsibility increasing? How much is it growing? So I think that the two key takeaways that we really saw, and I would consider these continuation of trends, the first is that patient responsibility is absolutely continuing to increase. We see that in terms of the average patient payment size increasing. Up another 10% or so this year, as well as just the overall number of transactions on our platform related to patients, even on, you know, customers that are on the same accounts has grown quite dramatically. So certainly the volume and intensity of the consumer part of this equation has increased. And, you know, as we've talked about and the data really backs it up. But the second really important thing is that we're really finding that consumers have some new expectations. And this is where I'm not you know, the market is just beginning to understand these expectations and just beginning to deliver solutions against them. And that's kind of highlighted by two facts. One is that we really see a strong increase in mobile. I think the trends report said that 11% of our transactions were made from a mobile device where a consumer was initiating it in 2014. Actually, so far this year, that's a, as high as 17%. So that continues to grow really well. We see consumers moving towards the mobile device as a way to get business done. And that's something that's, I think, very important for healthcare organizations to understand as they think about interacting with consumers, especially once those consumers are home, whether that's in a paying the bills type setting, like, like we focus on, or certainly in other settings as well. So that certainly backed up. And then secondly is that consumers are really confused by the overall payment process in healthcare. And there's demand for tools that allow consumers to manage all their bills and take action on those in one place. And in fact, I think the statistic was 76% of consumers, so more than three out of four, would really value that type of capability coming from their health plan and make it part of their selection criteria when picking a health plan, you know the ability to manage this business side of healthcare in a more streamlined way in, in a single place.
0: One thing we could never say about the healthcare industry historically is it moves really fast, but these numbers, Chris, from year to year are accelerating like crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. How are you reacting to that?
1: We've seen certainly the uh, consumer responsibility is something we continue to really provide solutions to help our customers with and particularly healthcare providers. We've also shifted to to enabling health plans to address that. I would say in general the industry has sort of seen that coming. I'm personally surprised. I thought it would slow down a little more than it has. But as I said, I think the Affordable Care Act and the benefit plan designs introduced by that really continued the acceleration. <laughs> so uh, that was interesting. But probably most importantly is that focus on the new consumer expectations and uh straight instrument. That is the focus of our new product development cycle. Continue to innovate and get ahead. It's really being led by consumer expectations in other industries. If you think about it, a couple of years ago, Uber and Lyft and places like that, solutions like that were around, but now It's almost become the de facto way to get around in many areas and likewise there's many other consumer either web or mobile experiences that have really accelerated over the last few years so that's really what we feel has caused that change in consumer expectation if i can shop for groceries shop for goods and services on amazon from my phone and pay with one click get a a ride and see exactly from my phone where the driver is and how how long they're going to get here. Those types of expectations when translated into healthcare are really not quite being met, but we feel that as a big opportunity. We see it on our platform in terms of mobile payments and other things, and we see that as an important area for innovation really for the industry in in whole, and certainly we want to do our part in supporting that. Within healthcare and, and healthcare payments. So that, that's really our focus internally, and my focus as the Chief Technology Officer.
0: And with that, Intrepid Healthcare will return with our guest, Chris Saib, after this quick break. We'll be right back. CTG Health Solutions is proud to have been your trusted advisor for healthcare IT consulting services for over 25 years. In that time, CTG Health Solutions has provided healthcare strategic, technical, and operational consulting support to more than 600 healthcare provider and payer organizations. CTG Health Solutions satisfied clients are supported by some of the most talented healthcare consultants who have chosen CTG Health Solutions as their work home in large part due to the company's outstanding culture. As they say, the proof is in the pudding. CTG Health Solutions was named a Modern Healthcare Best Places to Work company again last year. Find out more about CTG Health Solutions and their world-class culture by liking them on Facebook or stopping by their website at www.ctghs.com. And we're back with Chris Seib, CTO and co-founder of InstaMed. Chris, you also released a white paper last month with a partner group you work with ITE. What are the findings in that white paper and what does this mean for health plans on consumerism and the rise of consumerism?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We were excited to work with ITE on this white paper. We really wanted to explore what consumerism should mean for health plans a little bit and in particularly to try to understand when a health plan interacts with a consumer, how important the overall payment experience is. So that was sort of the the question that we asked in formulating let's let's uh, hire some experts, some people smarter than us to uh, to really look into this question. And we conducted a survey of, of over a thousand consumers. Independent research group but, uh, did that survey, quite comprehensive, and, and got quite a few uh, detailed results. And then really allowed ITA to do their magic in terms of. Coming through those results, and we did some interviews with health plans as well as healthcare brokers to really come up with what is both sort of the current state of consumerism for health plans, but more importantly, what are those consumer expectations we talked a little bit about before? And some of those highlights that we saw were that one, I mentioned this previously, but three out of four consumers really did have an expectation that if they could use their health plan, to manage all their health care bills in one place, pay all their outstanding doctor bills, it would be a very important part of their health plan selection criteria in the next cycle. So that's like one key thing that we really, really latched onto is that consumers generally can't access this today, solution that we're able to, to bring to the market, but, but relatively new. But as soon as they're aware of it, would say, yes, I would make that a, a big part of picking my next uh, health benefit plan that's important, and then the second thing is that when you talk about healthcare payments, and in particular when you talk to, to health plans about healthcare payments and consumer payments, they tend to focus on, well, we do have some of the benefit plans we offer are integrated with the alphabet soup: the uh, HSA, FSA, MSA, HRA, all these different spending accounts that are designed to support consumers, and certainly we found uh, in that study in this white paper that 40 and sort of growing, soon to grow about 50% of consumers do have some sort of spending account, right, to say HRA, FSA, et cetera. So, okay, you know, it's reasonable to, at first glance, to say that, well, if you provide a good experience around that spending account, you might be solving the problem. Um, However, what we found from some pretty interesting numbers is that only 13% of consumer out-of-pocket spend is coming from those spending accounts. So wow. you know, that, that led to some important conclusions. That One is that if you want to solve 100% of the problem for your consumers, you can't just focus on you can pay from your spending account. You're leaving 87% off the table. And two, of course, that's driven by sometimes the spending accounts only have a little bit of money in them. So when, when the dollar night you got to pay is big, bigger, it's not going to work. You have savers, and you certainly have people who, for whatever reason, the channel, the method of payment, debit card versus no debit card, reimbursement process, et cetera, there's sort of that hassle factor as well. So I think that the two highlights were that consumers want it, and you have to really provide a complete payment channel, whether that's, if you're going to meet consumer experience, whether that's allowing consumers to pay their outstanding provider bills or even in collecting premiums uh, as a health
0: plan. Outstanding. Chris, what are some of the other things we should be watching, and how will InstaMed respond to some of these things in the industry?
1: Some of the areas that don't directly overlap with what we do but are very exciting are a lot of the movement in both mobile and mobile interaction with consumers. You're seeing a lot of trends towards things like wearables, and we're really seeing healthcare start to adopt. Some of these new technology trends, if you will, that I think have a lot of positive benefit. And those trends, are, you know, are mobile. You're seeing a lot of you know, Apple HealthKit is a great example, and some large vendors like Epic and, and otherwise getting on board with the Apple HealthKit. And you know, what what we really hope to see is that that will continue to evolve and, and really make really allow healthcare delivery to take some steps forward, really putting consumers in command and control of their healthcare, providing greater visibility into their medical record, greater consumer engagement, all those types of things. We see that as a good thing because more consumer engagement is good. Payments can be a, an important part of that. But obviously, healthcare is all about getting care, getting better, managing your condition. All, those are the really exciting things. Our position is that paying the bills should be so easy you don't even see it. <laughs> Unfortunately, right now, paying the bills in, in many cases is The most visible and painful part of healthcare and there's a big opportunity to change that the other big thing is the trend towards open apis we're seeing larger medical record vendors and otherwise begin to open up the doors a little more and we really see that as facilitating innovation we've done something very similar with our technologies with our developer site and our instrument connect api and i just see that as a good trend for healthcare in general very hard to legislate connectivity but as we see vendor EMR systems opening up their APIs, vendors like us opening up their APIs, I think you're going to see some very creative solutions out there. And ultimately, you know, that's what's worked well in, in other industries, and, and healthcare would do well to continue to look at what works in other industries, recognize that healthcare is complex, but bring the best of both technologies as well as the best of what, of how best to serve the consumer and apply it. So those are the things that really excite us.
0: That's great. Really great. What can you tell us about what you have in the works for the rest of 2015? Big features coming or events that you'll be participating in? Anything exciting that our listeners will want to know about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the big things you'll be seeing is the launch of Apple Pay at many of our healthcare provider organizations. Tim Cook was actually able to allude to this on the earnings call. We're excited to be working with Apple and many of our channel partner financial institutions to be bringing this. And this is a good example of that. We feel Apple Pay has done a really good job focusing on the consumer, and it hasn't been a hammer looking for a nail. It really does allow consumers to, if they want to, as an add-on option, to pay in any way that is secure and private and fairly convenient. So those are the types of things that we'll be rolling out. We expect to see some uh, press and announcements along those lines. The other big thing, there's been a lot of trends in payments related to security and compliance. There's an EMD shift coming in, in October, we won't get into now. But in general, we're doing a lot related to really increasing the security side of this. A lot of the things we talked about are exciting and can deliver a lot of value, but the industry has sort of rightfully become a little bit gun-shy, and rightfully show because of the risk of data breach. when you add payments for that you have the risk of your personal information getting out and your credit cards, bank accounts, et cetera, getting stolen. And we've certainly learned in the last few periods of time that healthcare is not immune from these breaches and, in fact, is becoming an increasing target for these things. So uh, we've got a lot of solutions available today as well as enhancements coming to that that really focus on the end-to-end encryption, really reducing the, the compliance risk and security risks for our customers for doing the types of things that we're doing today. So those are the general themes that we're focused on. And, of course, in addition to a lot of focus in our research and development is on continuing to enhance that consumer experience. And I'll be the first to tell you that not everything we're going to come up with, especially in that consumer experience, mindset is going to stick. But that's okay. We really want to get out there, be innovating, be partnering with our customers to try solutions to really find that. Here's what really works with consumers. And we know from so far, at least that it's never a single use case or a single feature that does the job for consumers. There's, there's a wide range of differing expectations out there. Healthcare is unique in that the consumer base for healthcare is the consumer base of the U.S. So it's, it's not like you can just target a, a single group. You really have to meet a broad range of expectations and do all of them effectively, Uh, but we see that as a big opportunity and and we'll be continuing to add those. We refer to that as channels, whether that's people who still like tearing off a check and mailing it in, that's important to continue to get right and provide a good experience around, all the way to the millennials who expect a highly mobile, online, real-time, integrated experience. So I think that's the theme of our roadmap as we move forward.
0: Chris, before we run out of time here, where can people go to learn more about Instamed and what you guys are up to?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the uh, best place is www.instamed.com, certainly our website. And in particular, uh, something I've participated in from time to time, as well as our co-founder, my co-founder Bill Marvin, as well as sometimes we have guest bloggers, etc. We, we do have a blog section that shares some of our thoughts and features on the industry, of course, highlights what we're up to a little bit. So that's a great section to check out. You can also access quite a wide variety of our white papers. One of them we actually had a few people download the last five trends in healthcare patents reports and really you know, map out how things have changed over time. So there's some great tools there as well from sort of independent research that definitely encourage your audience to take advantage of. And, and certainly uh, if you want to contact the instrument and learn more about what we do, you can do so from that website.
0: All right, that was Chris Sieb, CTO and co-founder of Instamed. Chris, it was a great pleasure to have you. Thanks for stopping by today. Absolutely, Joe. Thank you. All right, that wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guest, Chris Sieb, I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare. What you want, what you want, what you what you want. Come, come. come
1: on. Come